Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hi there and welcome back to our Crime Fighters series entitled Silent Cries. In the last episode, we encountered a number of secrets. Some revealed, others kept by the residents of Lambu village. The police inspectors Amsa and Bruce are still on the trail of the murderer of Mr. Yaji. At the end of the last episode, one of the villagers approached Inspector Bruce with the promise of valuable information. Let's join his colleague Amsa as we start this fourth episode entitled A Problem Shared is a Problem Halved. Hello, Inspector Bruce. Amsa, I just finished talking to the village I told you about. What did he say? It was a dead end. He just wanted the reward the village chief had offered for information leading to the arrest of a suspect. Oh dear, another trail gone cold, eh? Yeah. Where are you right now? Uh, um, I'm in the village. I'll explain to you when I get back. Okay. We'll meet in the office later on. Hello, anybody home? Inspector Amsa. Uh, hello, Mrs. Yaji. <laughs> Please come inside. There are a few things I need to ask you. Mm. I hope you'll understand. No, I don't. Your colleague was here only yesterday. I already told him that nothing has gone missing or was stolen from the house. I know. It's about something else. Please take a seat. Thank you. First of all, I want you to know that we're doing our best to catch whoever is responsible for your husband's death. I understand. My sons and I will only be able to put this behind us when you've figured everything out. Mrs. Yaji, the first time we were here, I asked you if your husband had had any extramarital affairs. But we didn't really get to talk about that. I'd like to ask you that question again. <sighs> Bagudu and I loved each other very deeply. But I sometimes felt that perhaps he was hiding something. He was often on his phone, mm. talking in a low voice and hanging up quickly when I came in. Once I even checked his phone, but I didn't see anything unusual. Then after a while, I forgot about it. <sighs> I guess I'll never know. Maybe it's better that way. I see. Uh, can I see his mobile phone, please? But Inspector Bruce already checked it the day Bagudu died. I know, I know. But we need to make some further investigations. Okay, I'll go and fetch it. Hmm, this must be her office. The secretary told me to just go in if the door was open. So, <clears throat> um, excuse me. Come in, please. How can I help you? Hello, Inspector Amsa. It's Ramatugaru. I just started my studies at the State University. Oh, of course, Ramatu. I know your parents. How are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, take a seat. Give me a minute while I take care of some urgent business here. I've only just come into the door myself. Mm. Okay, so what brings you here? 
I'm studying literature and creative writing and I have an essay to write. 3,500 words on a topic of my choice. I decided to write about women and I thought since you are a woman and working in a male-dominated environment, maybe I could talk to you for my research. Ah, <laughs> that's clever of you. So what exactly do you want to write about? Well, I want to show how brave women are. I want to describe the dreams they dream and the challenges they face every day. <laughs> Isn't that rather ambitious? I'm not sure 3,500 words will be enough for such a task. <laughs> I know. I have to narrow it down. Have you considered writing about mothers, for instance? I mean, your mother faces many challenges in her life. What with three daughters to raise and the small trading she does from home? Yes, of course. Why didn't I think of that before? <laughs> my mother is my hero, actually. She works hard so that I can go to university. It's a miracle I was admitted in the first place. And I don't even know if I'll be able to finish. We might not be able to afford the fees much longer. Mm -hmm. You mean she pays your school fees out of her own pocket? Well, she gets some money from her siblings too, and then she sells those household items. How does your father feel about your education? Well, he's fine. It's just that he's unemployed at the moment, but I'm sure he'll get back on his feet soon. I see. So, do you still want to hear about my work for your essay? Yes, please. I'd like to include different women's views and experiences. Well, my profession may be male-dominated, but I work a lot with women. Because I'm the only female police inspector in the area, they prefer to come to me rather than to a male officer. <sighs> and I see them go through a lot. Some even suffer at the hands of their husbands. In this village? In this village too, yes. Do many women come to you? Let's say there are a few, but I'm sure there are a lot more who are in situations where they ought to seek help. For example, if their husbands deprive them of money or food, if they threaten them or even beat them, it's important to speak up and not just put up with it in silence. Oh my God. What is it? N nothing, nothing. But isn't that how marriage is? There are good times and bad times. Well, yes, but beating and deprivation should certainly not be part of it. Um, I should be going. Uh, are you sure you're okay? Yes, yes, I'm fine. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome to come by again if you have any more questions. I will. Thank you, Ansa. Have a nice day. Hmm. Here it is again. And again, and again, I knew it. I knew it. What you did was against the rules, Amsa. You shouldn't have gone back to speak with Mrs. Yaji when I had spoken to her already. Please, let me explain, Inspector Bruce. Eh? You thought I wouldn't find out, huh? I wanted to tell you, but you've been out of the office all day. People after the reward have been leaving letters with members of the village council. So I went there to see if there was anything useful. Was there? No. But that's not the point. The point is that you went behind my back. And I had to find out about it from some of the villagers. I'm sorry, but I had genuine reasons for going back to the Yaji house. Please, let me explain. Explain what? You've given the impression that we are not united. I'd already checked the phone and the wallet. There was nothing suspicious. But you still went back to collect the phone. I can see you holding it now. What kind of message did that send to the villagers? Sir... I had this gut feeling that Mr. Yaji was having an affair. Is your gut feeling more competent than I am? Sir, I meant no such thing. 
I just thought that if I went to speak with her, woman to woman, but, but sir, please, listen to what I've found. It better be good. I checked the phone, and there's this number that Mr. Yaji has frequently communicated with. The number isn't saved under any name. It ends with 523. It shows up in missed calls and calls received, as well as in outgoing calls. See? Here. And here. And then here it is again. There are no text messages from this number. Make your point if you have one. Except one. A few weeks ago. Let me read it out to you. I found a solution since you refused to help me. Don't bother to contact me again. Never mind that I had to sacrifice my education for you. You never truly loved me. I know that now. Huh. It does sound as if he could have been having an affair. Um, Check the send messages folder. Did he reply? I already have. There was no reply, sir. Okay, so maybe he did have an affair. But judging by the message, he ended it. It might have something to do with the murder, though. Can't you see it's the only link we have? Uh, hand me that phone. We have to find out who's behind that mysterious number. I know someone who can help us. Okay, but why don't we just call the number first? Let me try. Will the person on the other end pick up? And will Amsa's discovery bring the police closer to solving the case? We'll find out next time. For more information on our program, log on to dw.com slash crimefighters. And we're looking forward to discussing with you on our Facebook page. Until then, take care. Crime Fighters. <laughs>